a Shishkin Productions podcast. Hey, Sizzlers. Before we get into the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Being in post is like being in some sort of like uh, military battalion. It's like, oh, when'd you serve? You know? <laughs> like, yeah, man. Like. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Sizzlers? Welcome to another episode of the Sizzle Real Podcast. Yo! We're sizzling. We're sizzling over here. We're sizzling at you. It's a hot, sizzly summer day. I think it was 95 degrees when I walked oh outside. Oh my goodness, today. I don't want to talk about um, it. I feel like I never left Florida, and that's a bad feeling. Yeah, it's it's basically Florida vibes up in New York, which makes me wonder what it's like in Florida. It's probably even worse. Ugh. Um, I mean, poor England. They're they're doing just poor as... Poor England. Yeah, that's, that's, what, uh, that's what the world's been saying forever. Oh. Poor England. Oh, poor England. Oh, everyone <laughs> fucking hates him. Everyone hates you, England. We're actually going to talk a little bit about, about England later in this... Uh, in this segment very cool we're talking about income inequality and rates and stuff so but whatever mm. we, we can talk about that when we get to it um before we get into anything uh chris you let the people know where they can find uh this is real well we are at scissor real gang on twitter and instagram and also on gmail scissor real gang at gmail.com please send in a question yeah. or, a, we, or a concern or a story that. or something just, just just let us know that you're there yeah because right now that inbox is still it's like a, it's full of cobwebs, <laughs> digital cobwebs. <laughs> uh, and of course we have, this is a real cold line. That is three, three, two, three, 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 Uh We have some emails or not some emails, some voicemails waiting, but uh, we're not going to play any today. We're going to, we got a lot in this show, so we don't, it's going to be a good show. We don't need to take up any more time. <laughs> um, but yeah, no emails though. Send those in. Last time I checked in the email box, last time I opened the inbox, a tumbleweed rolled off my screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's dead in there. Um, uh, one thing before we really get into it, uh, guys, this is real live is coming, uh, August 25th at wandering barman tickets are six bucks. Um, or you can just show up and I'll probably just let you in. Yeah. But, um, just uh, at the very least, like, let us know you're coming. If you go to sizzlerealgangthewebsite.com. It's real. It's a beautiful website with a lot of cool 3D animations, and it's very fun, and uh, it's, you know, it's 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 quirky. It's it's almost like a little uh, drug-fueled trip through the sizzle reel mind. Yeah, you know? no, I actually really like the website. I, I think it's cool. It looks it's, pretty sweet. Uh, it's fun. It, I don't. I won't say that it has Easter eggs, but yeah. it, it kind of has that vibe to it. You yeah, know, like there's there's something around every corner. It's yeah, it's, it's no cobwebs. It's, it's really weird. Yeah, no tumbleweeds on that one. Uh, but yeah, go to that. You will find the RSVP button. Click that. It'll take you to Eventbrite and six bucks. Um, you that, know that gets you a drink. Yeah, I think that gets you a drink. Some sort of Ben from Wandering Barman, their marketing director, was talking about hooking people up with little swag bags. Hmm. So so far we've sold four tickets. Have we really? Yeah, one to Amy, one to Graham, and two to Leah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah, but it's it's gonna be fun regardless. I know Joan Joan and I Joe's think in town, right? In town. He okay. hasn't bought his ticket yet. Well, um, I'll, I'll get. He doesn't really need to get a ticket because he's gonna be on the show. Oh, so. does he know that? Uh, well, he's finding out right now. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll figure it out. I don't know. It's it seemed like it was f so long ago. 
just just a few weeks ago, and now it seems like it's coming up really quick. Yeah, well, I mean, it seems we're five episodes away. Seems like just yesterday we were recording ye old pilot, ye old pilot. But um, no, it's been a hundred weeks nearly. It's been a hundred weeks, and we've almost, and we've got um a lot of good guests. We've had a, we've had a lot of like new guests recently who we haven't had on, and we've never really like. You know, talk to them. Yeah, we've, we've had, had people, some guests who we've never even met. You know, we're meeting right before interviewing. And this episode yes. is one of those guests. Mm-hmm. Actually, two of those guests. Um, I'll tease them real quick. We got uh, the. I, uh, see, I should even. I should know how to say their name. I'm assuming it's Boren, but maybe Boren. Yeah, I have that's no idea. that's why I was avoiding but, saying anything. Well, I'm gonna say. I mean, look, whatever. I, how am I supposed to know how to say their name if all we've done is emailed, right? Right. But uh, the Boren brothers are coming on. Uh, they are, I kind of discovered them randomly on TikTok. They're twin brothers and they do, they work in filmmaking, right? So they make videos. And they that makes videos. sense. See, I was so confused. I was like, this looks like just one person. Hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. That's it. They're, who knows? Maybe it's a special <laughs> effects trick. Maybe it really is going to be just one person. But, uh, no, they're, they're cool. They had, um, a clip that came across, um, my TikTok that I thought was really funny. And from there I went and kind of like looked at what else they did. And one of these things, they developed this character called Premier MD, which is kind of mm-hmm. like almost what I was talking about, the edit mechanic, right? Yes. Right. But they, uh, this is like a, a doctor who has like a, a little tag that has the Premier symbol on it. Sure. And he's like, Premier MD. And uh, basically, he just explains how to do things in Premiere, right? So it's almost like the edit tips that we were doing. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you know... They're, they also were doing them. Yeah. And they're kind of S- doing same them. idea, different style. Yeah. Different style. Very different style. Um, it's, it's very, very like, you know, uh, in your face and then a lot of like big, like comedy type. Yeah. Stuff. It's, it's a lot catchier than the way we did it. Yeah. We were just kind of like trying to be understated and slackery, which mm-hmm. I think we succeeded in. Um, but As we always do. I will say the thing that caught my eye wasn't necessarily the tips because frankly, when I see those tips, I'm always just like, well, I already know this shit, so I don't really, it doesn't help me that much. Yeah, yeah. But um, they did they did some comedy stuff, which I thought was really funny. They did this one sketch. I'm going to play it right now and we'll hear the audio because you can just listen to the audio and get it, but I'm going to play it for you right now. Hey, man. So just got notes back from client. Great. What do they think? They love the video. Uh, they just want a couple things changed. Okay, a couple things, sure. Yeah, what's up? Uh, so they should be pretty simple. The first one, they were just talking about how the video should be uh, more cinematic. Oh, uh, I guess I could add some black bar. What do they mean? Cinematic? Uh, so, yeah, so cinematic's the first one. The second one, they were just talking about the pacing. Uh, they don't love the pacing. They just wish it could be a little more on brand. Pacing on brand? <laughs> Yeah, just change the pacing up uh, to just something that fits the video. And then last thing, the music. So they just think the music should fit the theme of the video a little bit better. The theme of the video. Yeah. Okay, are we talking like hip hop, maybe some rock, country even? Like what type of music? I love what you're saying. Not exactly sure. I'm just letting you know what the the client gave to me. I need some more clarification. We can get this done before the weekend. I know nothing. (laughs) <laughs> that it like simultaneously made me laugh and made my blood boil because yeah. it's it's so real yeah 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 but it's uh no i thought it was cool that's the first one i saw i think by them and i was like oh shit that's actually pretty cool that they're doing like a comedic approach yeah. to you know to post like, i don't know i like to think we try to do that on this show but uh Sometimes it, you know, it's just sometimes we're just being beaten down by the day to day. It's uh, it's not funny, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, our TikTok edit tips kind of died down about a year and a few months ago. We let them fizzle. We we let 
we let them fizzle. We didn't and let the sizzle fizzle. <clears throat> no, the the sizzle's still going strong. It's uh, you know, we just we just added we're adding gas to it. In fact, which yeah. I, don't, I don't think if I don't I don't yeah, know if that's what you're supposed to do. The, the maybe. sizzle the sizzle is uh, is uh, driven by Modelo. <laughs> There's it just runs on Modelo. We just pour Modelo in the gas tank. Next thing you know, the thing's like running down the down the sidewalk, mowing down listeners. Sorry, oh I have God. no idea where I'm fucking going with this. Um, Chris, what's popping? What have you been up to? Oh, man. You know, to be perfectly honest, it's been... I don't It's been... Yeah, it's been slow. Like, I don't want to say slow. It's just been uh, a lot of the, like, same things that I've been doing. Like, it has I, been slow. I have, like, a couple, like, basically weekly contracts, and I just fulfill them every week. Uh and there's been nothing like new or exciting coming around recently. It's been, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 been it's been pretty slow, honestly. Um, yeah, it's uh, I've normally when it gets slow, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, it's fine. We'll you know, this is time for us to do our own thing, and we can kind of like grow and develop and do stuff. But uh, this time around, this slow period, I'm like, oh. Fuck, I'm like really stressed. Or I'm like, shit, dude. We, I need to go start selling and stuff because uh, we're running out of money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going into the year, it seemed like we were going to be kind of set up for the whole year on contracts, and uh, then all of a sudden we weren't, and we're trying to fill in the back half. And there, we might be doing that. Like, there's a couple things in the works, but one, we can't talk about them, and two, they're still in the works. So we yep. just have to see how it goes. Um, other than that, I've just you know, it's summer. So that's the other side of that coin is like, yes, it's slow, but also it's summer. So just take, take advantage of the slow days when you can, I guess, yeah. because the first like five or six months of the year for me, there weren't slow days. And then the last month has been like a lot of slow days. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just concerned about it from like a ownership perspective. Yeah. And it's like, fuck man. Like I want to, you know, always have enough in the bank to like pay everyone and all that. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's dire, right? <laughs> it's dire. Like, it's not a fun thing to discuss. Like it's, it's just, it's, uh, I've been very stressed about it for the last like, uh, three weeks. So got to um, find some, uh, some clients. I know, I, I know, I know I'm working on it. It's I've difficult been, like, to, to reach out or like to find people, you know, like even when we do our networking events, most of the people who we meet, Honestly, are people looking for jobs, not yeah. people looking to give out work. Right. It's people who want jobs. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, that's always how it's going to be. There's more people who are who need the jobs than people who, you know, have the jobs to give. Yeah. I guess. It's so weird, though, because, like, I don't know. It's it's just, like, bizarre because some I feel like there are a lot of jobs, but they're all just, like, either they don't pay very well or like, I mean, for the exact type of stuff that we're looking for, like that's, those are such hard things to get. Cause we're competing against like, I, I don't even know who we're competing against. I, I don't know if we're competing against agencies or we're competing against like full on production companies. Mm -hmm. And when we're a post house ish, whatever we are, we're competing against like freelancers and their prices are really cheap. And it's like, well, I mean, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. We're kind of in this in between area where like we can't take the super low rates like that that a typical editor will be like yeah i can do this because i'm one person yeah uh you know we have to charge more because we're a whole company but sometimes that's enough to like turn 
whoever the client is off and they'll be like, I'll just go with someone, some random Josh Rushmo right, right, yeah. as opposed to like an established company. Yeah. It's uh, it's weird. I mean, I'm, I'm doing that thing this week where I'm like texting everyone who I know and like whoever oh, I'm yeah. tight with on like texting terms and yeah. being like, yo, what's up? You got anything coming up? Yo, what's up? And then, um, yeah, emailing, doing LinkedIn connections, just like all that shit. It's, uh, normally, normally this time of year, I feel like we'd have some random like trailers come in. Yeah. We used to do a lot of trailers for complex and like random shows, but they don't pay honestly. Yeah. And that's like kind of, I mean, at this point though, I'd even take those. Yeah, I know. That's the you thing is I mean? like, we kind of like over and over they'd come to us and we'd give them a price and they'd be like, that's too much. We're going somewhere else. And now they're just not really now that, well now it's like, and also there's been a change in like producers and I think that they also probably, I'm just guessing, I don't know this, but I think they're probably on a pause from making stuff just ever since the Buzzfeed deal and all that. Like things have gotten slow. And I mean, there is like the whole recession is looming. Like everyone's been saying it for like three or four months. Inflation's been insane. So like everyone's just like, I feel like a lot of places aren't necessarily trying to do anything big right now. They're all like kind of in wait and see mode. We need to figure out a way to like let them, uh, to, I, I'm really trying to work on the podcast thing more too, trying to figure out how we can just get a couple jobs like that because, you know, I mean, podcasts are pretty easy to record and I don't know. I think we could do a good job producing them. Like they're not that hard to produce. Um, I don't know, whatever. We'll see. Um, it's, it's been very stressful. So that's that's where I'm at at least. Well, yeah, that's uh, small business owner. That's how it goes. That's a small business owner life. Um, so yeah, we're in. Like I said, in the second half, we're gonna talk to the Boren brothers. So we might keep this uh, segment not super long, just so you know we can yeah. we have time to to chat with them. Um, but there are a couple things I wanted to talk about that you know have been happening. Um, first and foremost, Steven Spielberg directed his first ever music video <laughs> yeah so i i'm watching it now for the first time and well, i we look have a, a very special edition of chris reacts i don't have any information on it really at all you said that it was uh shot on an iphone yep and, and then he he basically just sat in like a rolling chair and some that was like the dolly and someone yeah. like uh operated that and like rolled him around in the chair to get the shots he so, wanted. So so he's he's not just directing, he's also operating the camera, right? Yes, correct. He's yeah, like if you scroll down on the thing I sent you, you'll see what oh, Marcus sent me a Marcus oh, Mumford um put on it's on sorry, it's on the rundown. Gotcha. But, um Marcus Mumford put it on his Instagram with a couple photos and you'll see Steven Spielberg is in this chair and uh someone called Kate Capshaw is his uh, dolly grip and she's wheeling him around um, um there is one cool shot in here i know it's one shot but there's one cool like little sequence i guess where like it's a very slow pull out on the dolly for you know like and 30 then seconds really quick in. yeah and then yeah. it goes in really quick but like this it's so weird to me because i think it's fucking stupid it's i'm just gonna go ahead and say it i think it's really fucking stupid i think it's yeah, it's kind of it's kind of trash because 
that's look this is how i used to shoot music videos for my friend connor it's just, it's just and like to me yeah when i was first learning how to how to do things i mean even I literally just, the setup like a black yes. tarp it's all in black and white it's a phone it's a like, single guy on an acoustic guitar dude, it, it to me like the reason i don't like this is because it feels like uh like it's almost like this is such a weird way to put it so you know bear with me yeah but it's almost like poverty porn where it's like hey we're all rich and we have crazy money and we can like do whatever we want but yep. let's do this the really poor shitty way it's like when someone like you know uh paris hilton wears like a fucking like a a shirt like a 99 cent shirt from yeah. a store as like a fashion statement it's like go fuck yourself like yeah it's you, you know sorry like i'm sorry i know that that's like a really crazy take but it's just like when i watched this i was like man even like the quality looks shitty like it's all jelly and weird and like the it nothing looks good about it oh it's like, just like if if there wasn't a steven spielberg attached to this exactly everyone would be like this what sucks the fuck is like this? why did they exactly. do this exactly this isn't a like, real music video it's it's almost like i get maybe that it's trying to make a statement or whatever but it the video but what is the statement the video objectively is like not good yeah i mean it's like black and white and just like shitty whatever i don't know like it's, i feel like we have shot better music videos than this i feel like and vince, obviously that's why i want to actually kind of wanted to talk we have vince vince is here today but he's working but i was like man i would love to see vince's opinion on this because well for me I it's like love spielberg and to, to even call it directing a music video is like being very generous that's what i'm saying like you're just moving around dude and like yeah maybe you set up the set and you you decided on like the the blocking or like the the, the camera movements but like there's really only five things you can do here it's, and and like especially some of it he's literally just like moving the phone like tilting it back and forth and it's like yeah. what are we on a fucking boat dude like yeah. this isn't dynamic this is just you not knowing what to do so you're just rocking it back and forth i mean that's the thing is like if you asked him he'd probably have an answer for like why he did it and what the statement was and the yeah. vision was but like it's art is bullshit like art <laughs> is like literally just being able to explain why you did something that's all it is and like you know to me the problem i have with it is when this got posted like there were so many people who were like fawning not maybe not fawning over it endlessly but like even like this the writer for this article writes lots of exciting moves in this one and i love the visuals of such an intimate portrait it's There's just like one exciting wh move. what are you talking about like what intimate portrait like it's just this shit is boring <laughs> it's not good no yeah. offense it just like isn't good though. see like i my biggest issue with it is doing it in one shot like one what does that prove and two like wh wh why like you could actually if you wanted to just do the the iphone thing you could still make a beautiful music video with an iphone yeah. like we know that that's it's been done before then do it like actually make a cool music video with a plot or with yeah. you know different angle like you know some sort of real setup not just a single shot going back and forth for four I'll, minutes i'll tell you what he probably it's i don't even know how they know each other i literally don't know anything of the backstory of this video but i bet you it was a thing where spielberg was like okay i mean if I can fuck around for a little bit with this phone and just kind of film something randomly, I'll do it. And yeah. I bet you they're like, okay, great. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah. It's like, cool. Because it is cool to have like Steven Spielberg attached to it. It right? is. That's cool. But like the video itself. Is it it like would have been cool to see him actually direct something, you know, like, an you know, an actual music video actually 
having some sort of idea behind it other than man with a guitar. I wonder if he doesn't have any respect for music videos and he doesn't see them. This is me just completely me yeah. putting this on him. Yeah. I don't know if this is true at all. But what if the idea is like, I don't have any respect for music videos. It's not real cinema. Therefore, I will give it the sliver of my attention, which is me <laughs> recording it on my phone. I mean, you know? at least put a dinosaur or something in it, you know? Yeah, yeah put, gotta put... have a dinosaur. <laughs> gotta have a dinosaur in that thing. How are they? What are dinosaur rates these days? Are they renting dinosaurs? <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Spielberg music it's, video. It's cool. It, As it's an interesting idea, but it's the execution. Whatever. Thanks for getting into the music video space, Steve. Uh, definitely a lot of money to go around here. All right. We we definitely need more people coming. Also, lower to Mumford and Sons. That's that's who you went in with. Mumford and Sons. Not Marf Mumford and Sons. Oh, just, just Marcus Mumford. Just Mumford. The Sons are absent. Um. Uh, that kind of leads into this next thing. I don't know. I, I put a couple links in the rundown here. It's basically about general economic inequality. Um, I saw this article on Variety where they wrote, uh, the headline is, The End of Ownership, Why the Battle Over Paying TV Creatives is Only Getting Crazier. Great. Um, and, yeah, the author basically is saying that the industry is going to be uh, bracing for, like, a pretty bitter uh, round round of negotiations next year when uh, the Writers Guild, the Directors Guild, and SAG-AFTRA all have to, uh, you know, kind of re redo their uh, deals or whatever. Collective bargaining agreements. Something like that. Um, and I think that in a nutshell, w what's going on is like the income inequality between the highest levels of, of uh, creatives who are involved in the process yeah. versus like the lower level ones and the crew that income gap is like getting getting nuts and uh no one's it's having it happening across every industry in america to be yeah, honest yeah it really is i mean and so that's kind of ties back into what i was just saying about that like whole like whatever again i don't know a better term for it but like poverty porn i think i'm using that wrong mm -hmm. but like th that idea where it's like whoa check this shit out now now it's like i don't know i mean there is this other article you can see I linked it in this um, also variety thing that's talking about salaries for stars and the headline is just saying like Joaquin Phoenix nabs 20 million for Joker 2 Tom Cruise heads to over 100 million and more um, and so that is just like a great highlight of like how insane some of the uh, some of the, the the wealth gaps are like Leo DiCaprio getting 30 million to work with Scorsese on this new thing um, and Brad Pitt getting 30 million to do a role and like I get it I know that that's how shit has always been yeah. to some extent but I mean, it's like guys I, yeah it's it's tough because like on the one hand that is shitty like you know to have the star or the CEO or whatever making 20 million dollars when everyone else working on on the project probably makes what like 30 30 to 50,000 for the entire fucking thing that they yeah. that they're working on it. But also I do understand like someone like Tom Cruise or Will Smith is a lot more valuable than your average writer, your average grip, whatever. True. Like, yeah, no, you're right. They 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 just are more valuable and that's how it is. They're they're harder to replace. But it, I mean, it's still shitty. And like for, I mean, for me, it's just <clears throat> the, the real problem with America is the wealth inequality gap just keeps growing and growing. It's, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of things that divide us in America, but I think one of the, 
the the thing that people don't want us to focus on is wealth inequality. Like we yeah. we can bicker about like race and kneeling and just like ran- masks, whatever. Yeah, like control. like it it almost feels like that's all just distractions and. Uh, don't misinterpret it. Those are still big deals, but like, yeah, really, the standard standard of living for the, the average rich, American the rich getting everyone to fight amongst themselves. It really so no is. Pays attention like, to how much they're fucking us. It's a giant class war. Like, I think more than anything else, like the the class system in America and probably the rest of the world as well is just like getting worse and worse. And I mean, that's how it always is. Those with money have power. Those with power create laws that keep them in power, and that's what we're seeing. It's just weird how like. So- in some elements of it, like salaries change and, and go up and, and in other elements they don't. There was one thing that I was considering using for what we learned last week. I actually still have it in this rundown from last week. Um, yeah, fuck it, whatever. I'll just say it now because it kind of relates. So I'll come up I don't with, have I'll mine. Come, I'll, no, no, I'll come up with a new okay. one for this week. It was about illustration rates. And there was a tweet I saw that was from there was like some sort of conference that was happening like a illustrators conference somewhere in England or something I don't even know I really don't know if it was any I have no idea what it was but <laughs> it would they were saying that the rates from uh the like 1980s from like late 80s to now like those average like the rate you get as an illustrator for like giving a piece getting a piece of work put into like a newspaper or some shit mm-hmm. they haven't changed really of like, course yeah which is nuts. Cause yeah, the price, like, of, price of everything has gone up in the last 30 years and wages have stagnated for 30 years. It's just wild, though, because, you know, I'm sure like at the very top levels, those wages are are they go up. Worker, but, workers are more efficient than ever and are making the people at the top more money than they ever have. I mean, like we saw it with the pandemic where billionaires increase their wealth by like tenfold across the board and the average person lost you know a year's worth of work yeah uh, look so here's a, a little snippet from this uh this article i was talking about from variety uh the author writes that for junior and mid-level writers the new series math is tough no matter how you tally it even at higher per episode rates writers earn less for an eight episode series produced within an 18 month cycle than they would have a decade ago for 22 episodes produced within a 12 month cycle so they're saying like a decade ago they would make more money in a year than they would now in 18 months even though they're getting paid more now technically yeah so it's it's well, like such a weird you know way to look at it I guess uh, I mean look uh, I don't see things getting any better anytime soon unfortunately uh, I mean for if it's any I don't know like again th- this is all such Hollywood shit compared to like what we do because we don't touch that world at all that's true but I will say like even one thing I've noticed, and this goes back to my earlier thing about England that I was going to say, mm-hmm. and I've noticed this multiple times on the editor's Reddit forum thing, but I've also encountered it a couple times in real life where uh, the salaries over there, like in our industry in the UK, are like so, so different than they are here. Like they're like quite low. Yeah. Well, like, they don't have to pay for their own health insurance there. <laughs> Yeah, true, but I mean, like, I don't know, a date, like, I, I don't know, a th- like a 300 pounds a day day rate is, like, 
crazy like that's yeah not good no it's, and it's that's awful and especially that's now that the euro's worth the same as the u.s dollar basically like yeah. well i mean they're, they're on the pound i don't know what the pound oh dollar yeah eh, whatever is. Is. yeah 120 right so three three hundred <laughs> vince just got himself some cookies and he had to sh- he had to show them off classic yeah yesterday vince ate three packs of cookies in a row uh so he's a cookie god but okay so 300 pounds a day is 360 bucks a day okay right? that's but pretty that's bad yeah that's, that's like bad and because because i'm pretty sure well, it's weird like if you have a salary job that's reasonable right sure. but if you're if you're freelancing at that rate you're barely staying afloat well but i think the stuff that i was seeing there was like when i was reading about it on the forum mm-hmm. was it was you know they're all like anecdotal accounts so i don't know like maybe these people are not at the top of their of their profession or yeah whatever. but yeah it seemed like 300 was like considered good like oh that was considered God, good no. and that's why i was like bro what what what's going on like that's wild is it just because it costs so much more to live in new york or like because the rates are that way in la too i mean like the rates are high the rates are new york level like american rates are higher than oh yeah uk rates yeah well i mean that's probably part of it and like i don't know where they are i don't know if they're in london or if they're you know somewhere a little cheaper to live but like I mean, if you go outside of New York or L.A. and America, your the rates are going to be trash. You know, yeah. like there's not a lot of. So you actually had a conversation with our friend from high school a couple of weeks ago. I He's calling me tomorrow and he's mm-hmm. he's interested in like getting into this industry. And like, I honestly don't even know what to tell him because he's still in Florida. And I'm like, I don't I don't know what your path is. My path sucked. Like working in news for four years was just it's all I could do. And I don't recommend it to anyone like if you're not in these two big cities it's going to be really hard to get real money doing that yeah there's there's very few jobs for they're it they're out there and if you get one good on you i mean joe nana has one he lives in florida and like i would i i don't want to put words in his mouth but i feel like he probably doesn't like his job no no i'm not saying like but you know it's it's a job making videos that pays well you True. know like yeah, fair enough which is difficult to find in most of america i mean what i was thinking is like if you're not in new york or la or like a big market even san francisco san francisco yeah counts, yeah I think. if you're not in like one of those big markets shit i mean maybe there's probably even a market in austin at this point i don't really know but or miami but like that regardless of all that like if you're in like a very small to mid-level market yes i think one of your best bets is like either trying to get in with like the biggest company in that realm Mm -hmm. so for example like what i did with intel in portland intel were like the biggest company in portland so i was like okay cool i'm gonna go for it and hope i can get in with them somewhere yeah luckily it ended up happening um but i would either say like get in with the biggest company or really actually pursue the thing that you're passionate about within the video world so like for me again going back to portland other than trying to get in with Intel, I also tried to get in with the Timbers for soccer and yep. with the Blazers for basketball. Because I was like, these are what, the first one. I don't really have like a particular passion for tech, but like that's the big employer. So I know that it would be good to get in with them. The other mm-hmm. two, it's like, OK, I could get underpaid. But if I'm getting underpaid and waking up every day and working on basketball videos, that works for me. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, it it is tough like that, you know, and I. I guess if I had stayed in Jacksonville and really wanted to keep making videos, yeah, I would have done something similar. I would have tried to get in with like the, the Jaguars because 
you know, I would at least have fun doing it and I could be creative about it. These days, like, I don't even know what my approach would be, you know, if, if shit dried up because I don't, I'm not really passionate about video in that way anymore. You know, like yeah. now it's, it's been my job for so long that it's like, it, it's become more of a, a, a technical ability, like s- something that I have to study. And like, it's, a, you know, it's a craft, it's not a passion anymore. And there's nothing wrong with that, but like, I guess I would just reach out to my network. I don't know. Like, or maybe it's possible I would completely pivot if, if this industry keep, you know, stays the way it's going. Yeah. Like, I don't know, become a fucking software engineer or, or do graphics for websites. I feel like if I had to switch gears from video, I mean, it's pretty clear. It's pretty obvious. I would switch gears to audio. Yeah. yeah. Cause like that to me is something I'm actually more passionate about than mm-hmm. video. But I also think like, I, I think at this point I have a pretty decent fucking, it's not like I, I'm like, I've worked on a lot of big name shit, but I think I have a, pretty decent idea of how to make a podcast under my belt and i think i could yeah. like pretty easily get those jobs yeah i think so um, too but you know it's just a matter of uh crafting the right kind of resume for it i guess what we're saying is uh please bring us work so that we don't have to pivot yeah right <laughs> i know it's uh it's yeah what a downer of a first half yeah <laughs> luckily we're gonna have the born brothers on um for the second half so sometimes you gotta be- keep it real Hey, dude, you know, we're always keeping it real on the sizzle reel. <laughs> keeping it sizzle reel. <laughs> hey. um, all right. Uh, you got anything you want to say before we go to break or should we just uh, let the people uh, hit skip 30 t- two times? Uh, nah, just just skip 30, get some vitamin D, you know, yeah. so that, you, that cheers you up. A cheers you bit. up. Yeah, go outside and look. The We're going to bring the energy in the second half. Uh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to laugh and we're going to forget <laughs> about our dire situation. <laughs> yeah, I think that the commercial lasts 50 seconds. So you have five zero seconds to run outside, get some sunlight, get some vitamin D in your life, and then uh, come back in here and listen to more. <laughs> well, I guess you could just be outside. You're not listening to this. All right, we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> Welcome to Rounds of Sound, the podcast where we go song for song with indie artists to find out their influences and the stories behind their songs. I'm here with Hannah Jadagu. The way I recorded my first couple of songs was all through my iPhone. We have Victoria Park. I was on Twitter as I am and it's like, hey, are there like any labels who follow me who might be interested? The one and only Liam Kazar. Yeah, here's what I'll say: You got to walk all your gear up and fly the stairs. Okay, yeah, that's, that's never that's, fun. That's, that's no fun. Check out Rounds of Sound exclusively on Spotify and find out the influences behind your favorite artists. That's Rounds of Sound. Welcome back, Sizzlers. Look, we're going to have a much more upbeat uh, second half of the show. The yes. first half, very somber. Second half, we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, we are right. here with the Boren brothers, who are twin brother filmmakers uh, based in Utah. Uh, we discovered them through TikTok. They have a, a series called Premiere MD. Uh, it's really, a uh, really fun way of teaching... Uh, premiere basically yeah, yeah, like yeah. so so we used to do some tiktok edit tips but we were very ours were dry we were very dry ours were dry <laughs> yeah you, you guys have have some personality <laughs> that was back when i had like a mullet going on i had some crazy haircut oh, it was deep on. pandemic it, it was, was deep it was pandemic i was trying to, bring to get a haircut but you know what now everyone in bushwick rocks a mullet so i'm just saying i was ahead <laughs> of the trendsetter 
Mullets are back in a big way, yeah. boys. Um, Jordan, Tyler, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves to the listeners real quick? So one, they know whose <coughs> voice they're hearing, and Jordan, two, they kind of know what all right, you're all I'll about. Go first, even though Tyler was born first. Um, so I'm Jordan Boren. <laughs> um, I'm the premier MD. I'm kind of like the face of our um, TikTok personality of <clears throat> of teaching premier. Um, and I, uh, just in the like filmmaking space have been professionally editing for about a year and a half. Um, and then ever before that, uh, just for like passion me and Tyler made stuff since like elementary school. Yeah. Uh, I'm Tyler. I'm the older of the twins. We're 30 seconds apart. Um, I'm the guy that asks all the <laughs> stupid questions on premier MD. I'm the one that's freaking out behind the camera. Um, you get beat up a lot. Uh, yeah, I true. have been doing editing since like grade school. Jordan was kind of the face in all of our short films as kids. He was the actor and I was the one behind figuring out all the technical side of things. So, but as far as like professionally, I've probably been professionally editing for probably five or six years. Um, but you know, editing narrative projects since I was a kid. Um, but yeah, that's wild. That, that's, that's wild to me that you, that you just said you've been editing since like grade school. Yeah, that just blows I mean, my first, mind. I had man. CS6, the copy of CS6. Whoa, and whoa, iMovie, iMovie first. I, iMovie first. Oh. iMovie dabbled in iMovie yeah. or Windows Movie Maker, whatever people start out with. But yeah, my first copy of like Adobe products was CS6 because my uncle worked at Adobe. And so I was able to get like a, a sale on it as a, uh, in seventh grade was when I, I got, got the hands on I got After the, Effects in Premiere for the first time. So, yeah, I was going to say, I got the sale. I got the sale on it, too. I got the Pirates Bay special <laughs> back in the day. Look, access was a lot more difficult back then. It was. It was. Um, yo, just just for context, what? how old are you guys? We are uh, we're 23, 23 turning 24 okay. November. Okay, word. I'm, I'm, I'm 32. So we're kind of flipped, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's really cool because I feel like when I was in maybe like, I, I don't think it was probably until like late high school, early college for us where it really became accessible like that. I think the first camera that I had was actually with those like little mini DV tapes. Oh my goodness. And that yeah. was, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that was like, I had that camera. By that point, the like, the T three eyes and shit were out, yeah. so people were using those. Yeah, but I I just didn't have like I just didn't get one. I don't know. Yeah. I thought I learned on this fucking tapes. So I should <laughs> yeah. keep going on this. <laughs> right. Uh, our first camera was a uh, flip video camera. You oh, I remember oh, dude, those. that's a throwback. Yeah, dude, well, former guest like of the USB show. Swipe out of the side. Action. Hell yeah. yeah! Former guest of the show, Tyler Ross, had one of those. He would record all his uh, all his auditions on audition. Oh, tapes oh yeah, on that's right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that was, yeah shoots like I think it had like sixty frames is actually 720 or something but anyway it looked yeah. awful it did it not terrible. look good at all it's terrible <laughs> um I'm, everything from back then looked terrible yeah. like right now mm -hmm. we're working so one of our main clients is the national hockey league okay. and we're we chris is working specifically I, I work on it a little bit but chris is mostly kind of spearheading it mm -hmm. it's uh like you know highlights player highlights okay. right and it, it blows my mind even with a organization as professional and massive as that going back to like 2006 for example you'd think there would be like good footage everything looks like not great yeah, yeah their, their cutoff date is like 2008 anything before then is is standard definition and it's like dude it's it's brutal and it's i mean it makes sense because that's that's when they did the the over the air switch into into hdtv yeah it was like 2008 2009 but it just is so but it blows my mind how fucking different it is because it's like when we watched it as kids it didn't seem that 
different. We yeah. were like, oh yeah, cool. This is how sports are. And now if you go back, you're like, damn, I can't barely see the puck. Yeah, like, did it, did it really look like that? <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy. Well, I was gonna. I was going to say, like, now, you know, people are here on phones shooting amazing quality shit. You guys, so you guys are only joining us for the second half of the episode. In the first half of this episode, we actually talked about Steven Spielberg's first music video that he just okay. did. I don't know if you heard about it. I don't think but I've seen that. Yes. It's, it's no good. It's no good. But he just <laughs> shot it on a, on a phone, and it's like one long take, and it's uh, black and white. It's it's not great. You, we, we, we beat that horse to death in the first half, but <laughs> oh, yeah, right. it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just insane how like how different shit is. You yeah. know? And any any chance we have to take a shot at a legend, you know, that's what, that's <laughs> what we're trying to do. It. <laughs> Gotta do it. Always, we're always punching up, baby. We're always punching up. You know there what you I go. mean? Yeah. Um, yo. So, okay, so Tyler, you said you'd been uh, kind of doing this professionally, uh, post-production professionally for like, you said five, six years. Yeah. Jordan, you, you say you kind of just got started editing professionally. Um, what, what's, what is like the video community like in, in Utah? You guys are near Salt Lake. Mm -hmm. it, how much work is there? It seems like it's a really kind of a, a medium-sized, small-sized market. For sure. Um, there's definitely... Uh, I would say work, but maybe, you know, not as professional as like Hollywood or something like that. Um, I personally, from my experience, yeah, not, I didn't really edit before like a year and a half ago. And Tyler was working at this ad agency called chamber media and he was working there. And I was like, man, I'm sick of, I had a call center job at the time for dating websites. And I was like, man, I'm sick of like talking to these old people trying to like get on these dating websites. I was, it was just the grind. And so I was like, man, I was like, I love like video. I liked more acting, but I'm, I, I wouldn't say I'm like a professional actor. I like doing skits and whatnot. And so I was like, okay, well, I don't want to be like an actor because it's just competitive. It's not, not super secure. And so I kind of talked with Tyler. I started my own like YouTube channel, just making like these really random videos uh, just to kind of get my feet wet in premiere, um, just to, just to kind of figure it out, figure out how to edit. And then there was an internship that came up in this like video agency. And so they're like, all right, uh, we have an editor internship availability. Um, so Tyler talked to him, said, Hey, I have a twin brother. Just imagine two of me working here. That's exactly what's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Not what it was at all. I, I had like no experience. I'd never touched After Effects before. I was very basic in Premiere. Um, but then it was awesome just doing it 40 hours a week because then I was around like four other editors. So I was like, Okay, if I had a question, I could just go to them and be like, Hey, uh, is there a faster way to do this? I feel like this is super efficient. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I think there is a decent amount of work out here. Um, I'm not necessarily in like the directing or like production side of it, but definitely in post-production, there's a lot of opportunities to edit people's stuff. I, I just want to say shout out to you for like what you just, I mean, it sounds so basic, but shout out to you for like actually asking, like, is there a quicker way to do this? Cause so many times yeah. we'll bring in like freelancers and you know, sometimes we'll bring in freelancers who are like early on in their career, like first couple of years. And it, instead of asking if there's a way to do it, they just like they just fucking spend all day in front of the machine. <laughs> and at the end, you're like, so well, what do you got? And they're like, nowhere near where you thought they'd be. Yeah, they, they, they'll, you know. they'll start asking questions at the end of the day when we ask them what's up. And it's like, where was this earlier today? We yeah. like we're here to help you. You know, we we teach people all the time. Like, that's, yeah, totally. I mean, we don't teach people like the Premier MD does, no, but, we, <laughs> but we try. We, we, try. Well, we, we don't have our yeah. doctorates. <laughs> yeah. um, Tyler, what about you? How did so? How do you find like uh, kind of working in in Salt Lake, or do you guys maybe do you get some remote gigs or anything like that? 
Yeah, so I, I don't work at Chamber Media anymore, like uh, Jordan said, but uh, I was the head of post-production over there. Um, I worked my way up to head of post-production over there, but then I actually work for a company now called Zag. Maybe you've heard of them. They do like phone cases and screen protectors. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they have an HQ in uh, just south of Salt Lake, um, and that's uh, a remote job, so I get a chill at home and edit stuff when it comes my way for them. Um, and then just basically do freelance as much as I can as well, just because remote and freelance go pretty well together. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so as far as like amount of work in Utah, uh, the film like world is actually pretty like there's a lot of it's a pretty tight knit community, but it's pretty active. Um, I would say it's way more heavy on the commercial side of things than like any narrative stuff. Um, so there's a few different agencies. Like, I don't know if you ever heard of Harmon brothers, but they're based out of Utah. Um, and then there's chamber media, which is kind of like a Harmon brothers copycat. Um, and then just a few, (laughs) few other agencies. So that's pretty much like, as far as actors go, that's where they're getting most of their work is just from those handful of agencies. Um, but is, yeah. is, is your goal eventually to work on narrative stuff or like, or what, yeah. What, what are you guys? That's a super it, good question. Um, cause I think narrative's super fun and we've done that for a long time. So I guess the ideal is like do freelance and commercial stuff or like maybe premier MD stuff for like making a living and then do narrative stuff for the fun. Right. So it's like, Mm-hmm. do what you can to make the money off of it and then spend all your money making a passion project basically. for sure so um, that's kind of how it goes yeah and i feel like uh just for narrative stuff um actually this past weekend we did a 48 hour shootout so you know like writing shooting editing in 48 hours Bro, i literally i have 48 hour film festival written on the rundown but yeah uh, i just see. this is this sure. is mind melt <laughs> a brain um, touch so oh, that was interesting because that was the first time we edited like a narrative project for somebody that wasn't necessarily like our idea or we had a lot of influence in like pre-production about how the story would go. Um, so it is definitely interesting. Like we had this edit done at like 3 a.m. The director was asleep. He was going to be up at like seven. So we just took like a three hour power nap. Um, and then we talked to him and just like the tones that we thought the film was going to be were so different from what the director was saying. We read the script. We're like, oh, this is a comedy. And the director's like, no, it's supposed to be like suspense, but like <laughs> comedy. It, it was it was super confusing. So I think uh, for me and Tyler, it's nice to edit stuff that we've had a say in in pre-production, if that makes sense. So that's why I think it would be easier to do narrative as like a hobby so that way we're not working yeah. for somebody and we're kind of like fighting these two different visions even though well, at the end of the day it's the editor's job to to do whatever the director tells you to do i mean we've we've talked about it on the show before about how the relationship between the director and the editor is i mean in my opinion the most important relationship in the film you know what i mean oh, right. I, that it, might it, sound it's hard crazy, to hard to uh you know establish that trust between the Director and editor in 48 hours. That's just how it goes. 100%. Yeah, you guys just got bought, brought on as like hired guns, or like was it just like word of mouth? Like, oh, uh, these guys have yeah, just connections from the ad agency because you just make connections with some of the people that are DPs and people that are directors. And basically, one of these guys was like, you know what, I'm going to do this thing. He just rallied basically and said, hey, who wants to? do the 48 hour film project and he basically just rallied a bunch of people together and we were the editors that he he wanted and we were like yeah we'll do it because me and jordan actually grew up doing like 48 hours throughout 
high school because there's like different high school competitions. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, we mm-hmm. love 48 hours. Like, why not? Let's go do it. And did, did you so, guys do it like through the uh, the actual like 48 yeah. hour film festival? Yeah, it was the cool. Salt Lake City 48 hour film project. So we did, you know, it's so funny that that keeps coming. I'm telling you, this is, this is cosmic. Yeah. <laughs> like just the fact that this shit keeps coming back up is nuts. Cause like, so we, we did one way back in Maybe the day. 10 years ago. Yeah, like I don't even way, think way we back. were like editors at that point. Now, I'd say that was our first, like kind of, that was our first project that we worked on that like actually had like a deadline and stuff. Yeah. Cause we were kind of still in school, I think at that point. But, um, I don't know that, that shit was like, was crazy, whatever. But we brought this up last week and then we were like, you know what? Cause you know, for the company, we like to do like team building activities, like once a quarter to kind of get everyone on the same page and have sure. fun. Sure. Uh, usually just involves going out drinking, but like <laughs> we were like, we should do one. That's a little more like hands-on. Yeah, we were like, what, if more we do, creative. what if we do a 48 hour? That'd be pretty fun. Uh, and now that it keeps coming up, I'm just like, shit, bro. Like maybe we should do it. It's gotta know, happen. Man. Man. What, um, go. what, what kind of, do you run into any obstacles along the way or like, was there any like kind of, I mean, obviously the one that you mentioned that getting the, the tone, we like the mis- miscommunication. Uh, six minutes to spare. Hey, you turned <laughs> so, it in early. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, but I mean, as far as like hiccups with the actual edit, not a ton. It was really just that narrowing down the tone because we were really confused because first of all, there's two comedians that wrote like they're comedians that work at the ad agency and they Mm -hmm. wrote the script. And so they intended it to be funny. But then I think while they were shooting, they shifted the tone for some reason. So when we got the footage, we're like, what? So it was just figuring that out. That was the biggest obstacle probably. Did did either of you get like in front of the camera or do any other roles or were you just in post straight up? So this was the first project that we were solely just post-production, which was kind of nice because then we didn't have to spend like, uh, I think it was like a 14 hour day they had uh, just shooting. That was nice. But again, um, sometimes I think it's more rewarding to kind of, I don't know, (laughs) direct and edit, if that makes sense. Cause that way it's your idea. And then you get a kind of like edit. Cause usually when me and Tyler first worked on stuff, I was like the director slash actor kind of. And then I would sit down with Tyler and I'd give him notes as we go along. And I think just because of that twin relationship, it really helped with feedback because, you know, you can talk crap to your brothers and stuff. And like, it's not a big deal. But, you know, if you're like insulting your friend, sometimes like there's not that like level of trust or like uh, commitment. So that's what really helped, um, I guess, with me and Tyler is just having that vision at the start. Um, But it was definitely, I think, a good experience to kind of work uh, with people that we don't normally work with. Um, So it's definitely eye opening. Um, I, I guess uh, another question I have would probably be about uh, just TikTok in general and like the Premiere MD stuff sure, and sure. making making content for that platform. I so I saw that you guys have a YouTube channel. Um, and and you, I mean, look, this is the fucking worst part about the current state of of media is that if you want to be an independent creator not only do you have to make it for youtube you got to make it for instagram you got to make it for tiktok <laughs> yep. you got to fucking put it on twitter so many deliverables you might have to put it into the facebook wasteland if you're unlucky enough to have to do that but uh what, what's yeah like what do you is is tiktok the primary like focus now it's, or what's up tiktok is the one we've probably seen the most success with as far as just like engagement and uh, people like it. We've seen a good amount on Instagram as well. YouTube's actually been a struggle. YouTube shorts suck. 
there it's so hard yeah. to get like i don't know a single person who watches youtube shorts YouTube i don't i don't know single, i know so many people who watch youtube as their primary like yeah tv i'm on youtube all the time but i never watch youtube shorts yeah yeah i don't even, I, I, don't even know, I don't even know how to get to it to be fucking honest with you yeah no totally but see youtube's hard because tiktok is so easy to relatively make content for because it's so i don't know, people don't really care about a ton of quality on TikTok, so like you can kind of sacrifice a little bit some of the quality over getting your content out um but with youtube it's very much like quality you have to like a lot more i feel like time and effort goes into making like a long form youtube video rather than TikTok. um so TikTok is kind of what we're putting our energy into just because we are balancing like full-time work and like all these other things it's like okay we can set aside one day during the week after work to film a bunch of these and edit them throughout and then try to post them as consistently as we can. Um, so it's just, that's kind of where we're starting is TikTok. All right. We know that we can, at least we're seeing some success with it. Let's get it kind of see what we can grow on TikTok first. And then if we can somehow make a jump to like doing more long form, like tutorials and things on like YouTube, then do that. But we just, it's a time thing, like trying to figure out how oh, for sure. to prioritize all of that correctly, you know? So, I mean the same, it's the same thing with us. Like, when when things were slow back in, that was like probably december january right yeah things were pretty slow so we like made a ton of these tiktok edit tips and then things got going again and it was like well shit like don't really I've, have time for I've this i've been at the office like working on this thing for like 10 hours the last thing i want to do is like set up the camera oh my and gosh, film yeah. more of these <laughs> and then edit them later. it's like i don't you know yeah for sure uh, so i kind of get where you're coming from with that i, I, I wonder is there like a a way to monetize that type of stuff in the like are you know like it, sponsored content branded content TikTok is literally yeah it's like 98 percent sponsored content like if you've ever seen what like TikTok pays out to their like some of their biggest creators just like staggeringly low it's like yeah. if you get like 20 million views it's like a thousand bucks or something like it's just like wow. ridiculously low what their payout is compared to like youtube so the biggest way people make money on TikTok is by saying, oh, I have this massive audience. This brand is going to pay me so much money to make a TikTok video about their thing, right? So, Yeah, building that audience is the hardest fucking yeah. part. Yeah. I mean, like, I, mean I, I don't know. I'd love to get sponsors for this show because there's probably tons of media sponsors. Like, I don't know, Adobe Stock, right? They could probably, they probably do sponsorship or like Storyblocks yep. probably does oh, yeah. stuff like that. But, you know, we've never, I've never even reached out to be honest. I don't know. Maybe I could. Yeah, you think they'd want I, us talking some bullshit? I I don't know. I I think we're a little bit too honest on the show. We're too we're too edgy for them, dude. Yeah, we're too, we're too edgy. Um, Chris, you got any questions for the for the boys? Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, so. What, what, like, how did you decide to come up with the the premier MD? character like did you start there or did you go through like a few different ideas like we, we had this idea for the the edit mechanic yeah. where like alexi would pop out on like a you know the <laughs> yeah. the slide from underneath the computer and then he'd give you edit tips so yeah, like what that. were some what were like some covered, of the, in, covered in grease <laughs> like in overalls <laughs> what were some of the uh the revisions you yeah, had to go through uh, with that character a question because yeah so i was the, i was the one that initially came up with the idea but it was originally, I was like, there's gotta be like a, a, like just more fun way of giving tips about editing because a lot of the editing videos I saw were kind of like someone sitting with a nice, like lighting backdrop, just being kind of mm -hmm. just vanilla, just like saying, this is how it is. I'm like, that's not as engaging as I feel like it could be. So then my first idea was, okay, what if 
Jordan has amnesia. He's completely forgotten everything he knows about like editing and I'm like supposed to help him like figure it out again. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, that doesn't really feel right. It feels like it's missing something. The next idea I had was what if it was a therapist? So like this person comes in with all their editing problems and then the therapist has to figure <laughs> That's it out. That's good. That's good. And then, uh, and then I finally, I was like, you know what? I think the simplest, but also like engaging way is having a doctor that just has this abusive relationship with the person asking him questions. <laughs> so you just go in and ask like a question that, the doctor thinks is ridiculous and says, well, here's your solution, you idiot. And like slaps him in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what it ended up landing on. So we shot like the first couple, which are just not very good, but like, and then it just started evolving into like, let's, what's the most ridiculous way this doctor can like hurt the person asking the question. And it, that's it, it went, it went, it's, it happened. It's classic slapstick. <laughs> you know? It's like that's time honored tradition. All right. Stooges, Tom and Jerry, all of that. You know? Violence is hilarious. Violence right. is, yeah. is king. This, exactly. this is America, after all. Right? Um, it was really hard at the beginning because, like, our first five Premiere MD videos are so like low energy because we just didn't, we still didn't know exactly like what, like what is Premiere MD? Like, what is like what is his personality? Like the first yeah. one we actually filmed Tyler as well, so I would hold the phone tyler would come in he'd ask the question then we do both and then in the editing room tyler's like i think it's just so much funnier if it's just like a point of view like you just like just yeah a, you feel that it could be asking the question yeah um so that was I really mean, fun try- but now like coming up with the tips is the easy part it's like okay what's like the most ridiculous way we can injure tyler and like this <laughs> to, for like our hook <laughs> like our hook comes down to the hooks like hooks are hard we just stuck around um, ideas <laughs> I I feel like like balancing the energy is also a, an interesting thing because like even I think we even struggle with it on this show sometimes. Oh yeah, like y- y- sometimes just the energy is just low and you have to try to bring it up. We we do an okay job I think, but there's definitely times when I'm looking through the um the waves like looking for cold opens because usually I just look for spikes right where it's like funny yeah. and I'm like oh that might be a good little bit, and I'm just scrubbing and it's like there's like one spike in the show and I'm like well. Shit, I guess that's the cold open. I don't really yeah. have another choice, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, no, bringing that energy is, is always is always interesting. It's uh, I don't know, man. Well, especially for for a platform like TikTok, you know, you you yeah. really have to be engaging immediately because it's so easy to swipe to the next video. Yeah. I I want to um I want to make shit like more shit for our TikTok for like the Shishkin Productions TikTok, yeah. but. It's just, dude. Oh my god, it's just such an uphill battle making fucking content. Like especially if you, you know. A need to pay bills basically. yeah yeah i mean even this podcast we're 90 something episodes in and it's not it's not like we have like a ton yeah. of engagement or anything it's just no, something no, that, like that we do for fun you know like we we work for a living and then we do the podcast stuff for fun yeah. well i mean for some background on us like you know you guys have obviously known each other forever right but like me and chris are basically as close as you can get to brothers we've been friends mm-hmm. since like fifth or sixth grade yeah. so and like we, you know, we, we both live in New York now, but we grew up in Jacksonville, Florida. So it was like suburbs. Right. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we lived within what, like a mile of each other. Yeah. And we used to, we used to do the same uh, kind of stuff in high school. Like we didn't really, the video cameras weren't quite as easy to get your hands on then. So we did we, a lot more writing for the stage. Exactly. Like theater oh, writing right. and stuff cool. like that. Yeah. And then by the time we got to college, you know, we kind of had the, the T3 eyes and, and were able yeah. to do a little bit more, but by then, you know, it was it was career time, and we weren't really right. making movies. Well, for I mean, fun also, I, I moved I moved to L.A. and I like started trying to actually like grind and work out there. Mm-hmm. But in that little span between high school and uh, 
and LA, I just smoked a bunch of weed and played soccer. So <laughs> I, I, I stopped, I stopped being motivated, <laughs> but I mean, I was still motivated to do other things. Though. Yeah. <laughs> um, like to eat a bunch of sandwiches. That was my move. Um, yeah. So, uh, Chris, you got any, uh, other questions or, or you guys have anything you want to talk about before we get into this little game that I, that I built for us to play? Um, I just one quick question. Do you have like a favorite edit tip that you've given out on TikTok? Mm. They're so like like a, a specific so esoteric one. Um, I have my favorite. Um, Go for it. My favorite is actually a Premiere Pro extension called Mr. Horse. And I fucking knew you were gonna say that. Because <laughs> so that we cause... sat on the Mr. Horse idea for a long time. Because we were like, okay, like this is like something we wanted to send to Mr. Horse and be like, hey, like let's do like a I don't know a brand deal or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the, just their all their media, you can't like really talk to them super easy. Like we tried to like I think DM them on Instagram and stuff. Yeah, well, I tried like, to find their TikTok page. I tried to find their Instagram. If you DM them on Instagram, they have it like on some weird privacy setting where you can't get through. And like, just trying all these things to I just mean, be like, hey, come check out our stuff and see if they, you want to. Because we feel like they would have been right, like it would have been right up their alley. But aren't aren't they, aren't they based in like like Slovakia or something like There's that? Like, some, I think yeah. European it's, or, or I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, Mr. Horse is probably just like three or four people, right? Like yeah, it can't be more totally. than, than yeah, that for sure. Um, so I, w I had this horse mask for like forever. And my wife was like, when are you going to get rid of this? Like horse mask? I don't want to just like lying around in like, the office. And so finally I was like, what the heck, man? Like, let's just make this, uh, Mr. Horse video. And then we were kind of bouncing around ideas. And Tyler one day was like, Oh, what if it's like, he grabs a basketball and says like, Oh, let's play Mr. Horse. And it's like, wait, did I hear you? Right. And then he like transforms into the horse. Um, and I just love that one. I just love like the actual like premiere extension for Mr. Horse. Cause I use that every single day of my job. And I love how it's a one-time payment. It's not like this subscription service that you have to like sell your soul to and whatnot. Um, so I like that one just for the opening and also just like the actual tip I think is uh, like a complete game changer for people that are doing like freelance work and stuff. I mean, it, it, it is by far, in oh, my yeah. opinion, the most useful tool in my arsenal. Yeah, as we, well. we've been using Mr. Horse for years. I think we even did a, a TikTok edit tip. We on, did, we on did Mr. one. Horse. I feel like a, 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 everyone, everyone who's yeah. who works in, in post knows and loves it. You know, I, I just love this uh, this image of like your wife being like, Jordan, what's a, you got to get rid of this horse mask, like, babe, I, babe, I need it for work. Like this is a work. <laughs> Trust me. I'm educating people with this horse mask. I think um, my favorite one. Oh man, I'm trying to remember. the favorite tip. One of my favorite tips that I use all the time is um, there's a it's the unlink selection. Uh, basically, unlinks everything for you by just toggling on and off. I don't know if you've seen that button in the top left toolbar. I can't remember what it's called. It's like unlink. I think it's called the link selection tool. Link selection tool or something. Mm -hmm. um, and like basically, that. by like one click, it'll just like completely unlink everything on your timeline and I use it like all the time. Um, there's also, Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of funny. We were actually just talking about that a few episodes ago. Yes. Now, one of my habits, what I mean, some would consider it a bad habit, but one of my habits is I immediately, when I start a pro, I just unlink everything right away. Like I'd never oh, yeah. keep anything linked. So I, I actually saw that video today uh, going through your page and I was like, oh, my God, I need to show Alexi this because it, <laughs> it will be so much easier because, you know, sometimes we hand projects off to each other. And I usually depending on what it is, I like to keep a lot of the audio linked uh, and, you know, 
I'll, I'll do it on a case by case basis. But when everything comes unlinked already, I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. Yeah, that's me. I mean, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm out here, select all unlink and it's like, good luck. Yep. You have have you fun, <laughs> have fun picking everything. Yeah. I mean, so that, that, that tool is super useful because it will keep everything linked if it's toggled off. So that way, yeah, it's super nice. Oh, there you go. Um, I'm learning new shit every day. I'm too old to learn new shit. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> nah, that's, nah. that's it. That's the thing about post production, or like editing specifically. If you're if you're not learning yeah. the new program, but, you know, there's new versions but, every year. If you don't Chris, learn, then but Chris, you, you don't you don't understand that I stealth changed my title on LinkedIn last week to executive producer. Did you so, really? I, I, <laughs> I'm no longer I'm no longer in post. Oh wow! <laughs> I'll always be in post. It's like the post is like uh, being in post is like being in some sort of like. Like uh, military battalion, it's like, oh, when'd you serve? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, man. Like, I was in the you I, I was in the trenches for seven years. <laughs> oh my god! Um, all awesome. right, let's do this. Let's get into this little game that I built. Uh, I don't really have a good name for it, but we're gonna be doing a like a filmmaking slang god, game. I'm so terrible at that. What I'm gonna it's gonna be three rounds. The first round's worth one point. Second round's two points. Third round is three points. Um, I'm gonna read the definition and then you have to give me the name if you get the name wrong the other players can steal so we're gonna okay. um since since you guys are our guests uh one of you is gonna go first so you guys between Tyler, yourselves pick you, who wants you go first all right sure the older brother goes first all right hey seniority that's respect um all right all right tyler so you're gonna go first so again this is worth one point if he gets it wrong uh jordan or chris you just buzz in by saying your name the first one I hear uh, gets to answer the question. All right. So All right. for round one, what is the slang term for a clothespin? C-47. Boom. Ding, ding, ding. I'm going to put the ding, ding, ding. I would have oh, never gotten that. I would have uh, never guessed that either. I, I, don't, oh, I don't know if I've ever heard that. Damn, y'all are some y'all are some noobs. Tyler's out here. I'm right, never on set. Tyler got I his one point. I remember learning that in like film school or whatever, and I was like, I'm never gonna forget that because it sounds like an what? explosive. And I was like, clothespin, <laughs> grab an explosive, C47. I don't know. It's just like, all right, okay, uh, Jordan. Jordan, we're moving on to you for round right. one. This is the time right before sunrise or after sunset in which the sky is somewhat dark but still illuminated. Golden hour. Ooh, golden, I'll, is it not golden I'll, 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 I'll allow it. I'll allow it. The website I looked up called it Magic Hour, but you're oh, right. It is, I, it I, I would have called it Golden Hour. It's Golden Hour. Yeah, it's true. I, I wouldn't call it Magic Hour either. All right, so it's all tied up. You guys are good. You're getting out of round one. I know. I, I know this is legit rigged. To but make it comes down me. to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I already know it's rigged to be most difficult on me. Can you keep up? No. Um, all right. It's like that Beyonce song. I always song lose on this. Can you keep up, baby boy? You know that song. Yes. Um. All right. So. uh for you, Chris, uh, right, let's this go. is the slang term for an extension cord. An extension cord. I, I have no idea. You're out. You're out. All, All right. right. Uh, uh, no. Jordan. Hey, yes, you guys say your name. Forgot. Jordan. Uh, Jordan, what you got? A stinger. stinger. Jordan steals, and Jordan's up two to one at the end of the first round. Uh, moving on to round two. Uh, these are worth two points apiece. Um, uh, let's start with Jordan this time and uh, I'm going to go counterclockwise on my screen, but we're going to start with Jordan because he won the last round. Alright, so round number two. This is the term for the aid, assistant, or technical assistant for the key, key grip or gaffer. This person's responsible for coiling and routing all of the power cables needed to run the lights and they might also schedule what people and equipment are needed on a given day of a shoot. Alright, this is a shot in the dark. Is it the best boy? 
It is the best oh, boy. It is the that. best I boy. Get that one. <laughs> Jordan is up to four points. Uh, Chris, of I don't, course, I don't know any Chris, of Chris, you are next. Um, this is the slang term for the last shot of the day. I have no idea. Tyler. Oh, Tyler buzzed in. Tyler, what do you got? Martini shot, baby. Correct. It is the martini shot. Tyler is at three points. Jordan's at four. Chris. Still trying to try. I'm not going to get, gonna on the get board. any. I'm not going to well, get any. Well, you can still win, though. You can still win. Um, all right. And Tyler, this question is for you. This is the term for a crew member that's hired for only one day or a handful of days worth of work. I don't even know this one. I'm just going to say grunt because I don't no, even know. It's, that's a good term. We should. <laughs> we should. Are you saying PA? No, we should start calling them grunts. But no, it's not grunts. Um, Jordan or Chris, you want to uh, buzz in? Jordan, so, I'll, I'll buzz in. Yeah. I, this, this is probably totally wrong. Is it below the line? No, no, no. It's a good guess, good guess, but it's not below the line. This is just a crew member hired for one day. Chris, <sighs> a mercenary? A mercenary? Oh, we're all mercenaries, aren't we? <laughs> like, no. The, the the answer is day player. It's someone who just comes day in for one day. Oh, I've never yeah. heard that. Okay. All right. I'm sure I've um, heard that some point. Okay, so at the end of two rounds, Jordan, you got four points. Tyler, you got three. Chris, you got zero. Yeah, um, I'm gonna stay there. So Jordan, you're gonna go first again because you're in the lead. Uh, so right, these are worth right. three three points each. Um. Yeah, Chris, you're fucked. You're not going to get this. <laughs> uh, all right. So I was going to say you can still come back, but it's no, not I can't. looking like No. All right. Um, this is a metal plate with holes in it that are designed to serve as a multi-purpose. It's designed to serve as a multi-purpose utility bracket for various film-related accessories. They're almost always used to create camera rigs. The holes allow the user to mount screw-based devices really easily. Oh no! I can see Tyler's face. You know it. Um, I think I, I, have I no don't idea. know if it's the official one. Um, right. Oh, dude! I, I I don't even have a word for that. I have no idea. You got nothing. Buzz All right, in. you're buzzing. Tyler. All right, Tyler. Buzz Tyler buzzes in. Tyler, what do you got? All right, I don't know if this is right, but is it a cheese plate? It is a cheese plate. Oh, it is a cheese go. plate. That's a good one. Swiss it's cheese. Uh, it's got the, holes in it. It's the dude, tastiest. When, when did you learn all this stuff? <laughs> He just knows it. He, he was, was born with it. Just, uh, it's it's innate. Uh, yeah, cheese plate, the tastiest slang out there. Second to the know, dead the cat. Martini shot sounded pretty good too. Martinis, cheese plates, dead Martini's cats. We're, we're eating them all. Um, all right. Uh, this one is. Let's see, Chris. This is your go, oh, Chris. You're, I don't think I, I don't think any of y'all are gonna know this one because, I mean, who knows? Maybe you will. I definitely did not know this one. Uh, this is the second to last shot of the day. It's named after an AD who, as the story goes, towards the end of the day, they would get the crew to move faster by promising them that the next shot would be the last shot for the day, only to have another shot to capture and be the new last shot of the day. Uh, oh, I knew that. I know I've learned this at some point. I've never heard of this. I hadn't heard of this until I researched this. I got so. I got nothing. All right. Uh, Jordan or Tyler, uh, no, if you want to buzz in. I have heard of it, but I don't remember what it's called. All right. Uh, that's called an Abbey Singer. Huh. Uh, I know I, I learned that in film school. So yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Dang. And uh, so no one gets that one. We got Tyler with six, Jordan with four. So, Tyler, if you don't know this, Jordan could steal or Chris could come in and sabotage it if he knows oh it. Goodness. This is the last I, one. Tyler, this one is yours. Uh, all right. So this is slang for modifying the name of a product so that the package looks the same, but the brand name on it is not readable. Uh, it's important to do when you have a trademarked product, but you don't have permission to use it. Oh, dude, I just saw this on Instagram like you, yesterday. You, oh. it, it, you, you obscure it usually by adding bits of tape to the letters and it kind of changes how everything looks. So you're not technically like 
you know, like Coke, you could add a little thing to the C so it says ook. And then you're like, oh, that's a whole different thing. Hmm. Um, got it? No? Will you repeat the question? Sure. It's to modify the name of a product so that the package looks the same, but the brand name on it is not readable. This is a, uh, it's, it, this uh, all comes down I'm to this. Guess. I don't know. All right. All right. Jordan or Chris, you can uh, steal. Jordan yeah, or Chris, no. you can steal. Yeah, I, saw, you know. I saw it on Instagram, but I don't remember what the freaking name is called. Um, Man. I don't know. I, all right. I, I'm out. I don't know. Chris, I'm, Chris, I'm bad at trivia. No, no. I'm all bad right. at slang. That's called I'm never on set. That's called Greeking something. Greeking? Uh, yeah. Cause you, cause you can make the letters look like they're more Greek. Uh, so it's kind of like what Matt King had to do with uh, like the license plates and shit. Sure. Sure. Shoot. Yeah. Right. So, I had, a tie, I had a tiebreaker, but we don't need it. The tiebreaker is dead cat because you can't, you know, oh, I mean, you can't I talk about filmmaking without talking that about one. it. That's the only one I knew. Dead ass cat. <laughs> um, shout out to Tyler winning the slang showdown with six points. Jordan, a very, very formidable performance with four. Um, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, you know, chill, chill. What's great about being last is you got a lot to learn. So it's a, it's a, it's a endless road of, of solutions. I was hoping you. this would be like post-production slang. Um, well, okay. So normally at the end of the show, we do a segment called what we learned last week, but I'm not even going to cap. I didn't, I didn't uh, tell you guys about it as the guests. So I don't expect you to have one. Um, and I didn't, I forgot to come up with one this week. I didn't so learn anything last week. I definitely learned something, but I didn't write it down. Um, I actually, I learned about the, uh, the set poster frame. I learned that from you guys. So, Hey, there the, you go. Let's wait, say it again. That All right. Like no one knew. I, I haven't had a lot of engagement on it. All right. Well, set hold on, hold on a second. Chris actually did learn something. So let's cue up the intro music for what we learned last week. What we learned last week. All right, Chris, what is it? Go ahead. Well, I just said so confident. I learned about the uh, the set poster frame technique. So like if you have uh, in your bin, if you have the the thumbnails, you know, you can kind of scrub through them. If you hit, I think it's shift P or something like that. You can actually change the, the thumbnail associated with it so you can know exactly which clip has what imagery. Hey, that's that's actually mad smart. I never look at it that way. I always put it in list view. And then mm -hmm. if I, I look right in the description, like what I need to know. Nice. I um, learned something. Oh, you did? You got one? All right, go I for it. What do you got? Uh, I didn't know you could do this really until like last week, but you know how you can label things different colors? Like if you right click on it, you go to label, it's oh. got all the different colors listed out. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. can actually go into your preferences and change what that label is called. So you can type in and say, instead you would delete yellow, for example, and you could put sfx or sound effects yeah and you can right click i didn't know that you could do that i thought it was just locked into the colors titled as they were but you can go to the preferences and even it's, make you new can, colors that don't even you, yeah you, exist you in can make settings. custom Crazy. colors too what i did was i went in there and i because i can never tell the difference between like cerulean site like and you know caribbean yeah, yeah. like yeah. they're all just so close that I, I just made one that's like yellow neon green whatever so like i know yeah. like what they are well, shit, we got two what we learned last week. Oh, so I did good. learn Jordan something as well. Oh, this last great. So now, okay, Chris, you're going to have to vamp oh. a little bit so I can find something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, you know. What, what, Jordan, uh, go ahead. Yeah, what'd you Yeah, do? so I learned something crazy. So what me and Tyler like to do is we like to label uh, all of our, like, sound effects. If it's, like, dialogue, it's, like, the normal, like, green. If it's, like, a sound effect, it's, like, yellow. Or if it's, like, music, it's, like, the mango color, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, I learned that in your, like, your project file, um, you have all your different bins. So, if you label, so let's say I have my sound effects bin of all these sound effects I might use later on. If I just right-click all those and then label them, when I drag them into my timeline, it'll be that color as well, which 
blew my mind. So if I labeled them all yellow in the project file, I drag them into the timeline, they're still yellow. Crazy. Instead of labeling them when you drag them in. Yeah. Yeah. After so you just do it. Crazy. Um, guys, I'm not going to lie. I, I like don't know if I have anything. Well, you, you had one in the first half. I did, I did have one in the first half, which I guess I could, I could restate here. Um, so it's basically the idea that uh, illustration rates haven't changed in like 30 years. Like for illustrators who are like maybe creating uh, uh, an illustration for a, a newspaper or like for like the New Yorker or something like that. I'm not trying to like call it the New Yorker by name because I don't know if they're what their rates are like. But this is just something I saw from uh, you remember at the podcast thing that we went to um, mm -hmm. on Airfest on Airfest. We met Andy J. Pizza. The guy who shout out to Andy J. Pizza, the he's an illustrator. He right, he illustrates illustrates children's books, and he he makes really really cool stuff. Oh yeah, I have some of his stickers. Yeah, he's he's a genius, uh, Andy J. Pizza. But he retweeted something about that, and I was just like, damn, got to put this on the uh, what what I learned last week. So a very unceremonious end. You guys all had like really good ones about editing, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> people aren't getting paid. <laughs> We're getting, I'm like anti-capitalist out here. Uh, why don't you guys go ahead and plug anything that you got coming up where people can find you um, just so they know where to look? Yeah, um, just uh, if you search Premiere MD or Boring Brothers, I'm pretty sure we pop up on TikTok. Um, just lots of fun tips and sometimes just uh, like little skits about common things, filmmaking conversations that you can have with people. Um, we do have a YouTube channel. We're working on actually doing long form content at some point on there, like tutorials and things. Um, and then on Instagram, it's uh, Tyler Boren too, or Jordan Boren. Uh, should be able to find either one of us on there, but yeah. We will also, if you're more inclined to narrative stuff, we also have a short films channel of all our narrative whatnot. It's called Terminal Velocity Productions just because that's what we came up with when we were like 14, thought it sounded cool. So if you look that up on YouTube, there's more there of our go. narrative stuff. So if you go yeah. far back enough, you'll see how bad we used to be. Yep. Hey man, that's everyone starts somewhere though. I was going to say, do you plan to just keep it up? Or are you ever going to private any of them? I think we'll just, I mean, we've privated some stuff, but there's still really young stuff on there, yeah. but I mean, all the really bad stuff we're embarrassed right? about. <laughs> Um, before we get to uh, to our plugs, I found the tweet. It's from this dude named Daniel Fischel, and he is an illustrator, animator, and educator. That's what he says, at least. Um, it's a, He took a picture of, I guess, uh, someone was giving a presentation at this conference called the Icon Conference. Mm -hmm. And it's saying that basically in 1984, uh, for a cover illustration for a national newsstand magazine, they paid $3,000 in 1984. That's it's not bad for a job, right? Mm -hmm. But in 2018, when they, you know, asked when they took the survey again, I guess it was still $3,000. Um, and same with like mass market book covers. It was $4,000 in 84 and 2018. It's still $4,000. So oh. yeah, wages are uh, stagnant. Yeah. yeah. 34 years of inflation and wages wow. did not reflect it. Yeah. This country is in a, a weird place to say the least. Um, Chris, let's go ahead and uh, yeah, plug where people can find us. Uh, well, we are at Scissorial Gang on Twitter and Instagram. We are yes. Scissorial Gang at gmail.com. Send us an email. No, no one ever sends us emails. Inbox zero. Yeah. Uh, and most importantly, we have the Sizzle Reel cold line. That's that right. is 332 
3334361 Now that is a cold line if you call no one will pick up it will go straight Brr. to voicemail so you just leave a message ask us a question uh, you know ask for tips whatever Yeah or anything that's even been going on in your life anything right. that's like a frustration or something just We, we need content We need shit please, to talk please about give us your content we need shit to talk about <laughs> in the first half of the show so please uh yeah call in also Sizzle Real Gang the website.com Oh yeah Get your tickets for Sizzle Real Live. It's it's just a few short weeks away. Yeah, I think August at this 25th. point it's like a month away. Yeah, August twenty fifth. Uh, tickets are six bucks. If you uh, if you email us, I'll give you a ticket for free. How about that? Oh wow! Yeah, that's, that's, I said it. Sizzlerealgang at gmail.com. and that's six bucks. It's good. It's a little. It comes with a little some sort of swag bag. I don't yeah. know. The owner of the bar said they'll either give you a free drink or a shirt or some shit. So yeah, I don't know. C- come celebrate with us on our hundredth episode. We're on our way to a million. Yep. We're uh, 0.01% <laughs> of the way there or something like that. I don't know. We'll get there eventually. Um, Tyler, Jordan, the Boren brothers, thank you guys so much for coming thank on today you. for making time for us. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, maybe we'll have you back at some point. And if you guys are ever in New York, you got to come by the studio. Come check it out. You know? Oh, you got Definitely. it. You, thanks for inviting us, man. It was a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Um, Sizzlers, thank you for listening. Chris, thank you for being here co-hosting. Mm-hmm. And um, I am guess I'm going to have to go ahead and go edit this now. All right. See you later. Bye. <laughs> see ya. Productions Podcast.